This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Using pre-planned lines on dating apps to start conversation does not work generally for women because we have a sixth sense. We have like a sniff test. We can tell that those lines are maybe lines that you got from a YouTube pickup artist dude, or you even maybe came up with that on your own, but now you've used it for every single girl over and over and over. It's like that saying, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day or teach a man how to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. Give a man a pre-written line and he'll date for a day. Teach him how to banter and he'll date for a lifetime. Or maybe not a lifetime because you'll find the one right away and then you'll stop dating and you'll just be married. But you know what I mean. I am Kristen from kristenandchill.com and I am the banter queen. I teach guys how to charm more than just the socks off of women. And if you're struggling in conversation, if you're getting ghosted, if you're never hearing back, if you're never, ever getting the results that you deserve, hit me up at kristenandchill.com. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have the amazing Dominie Drew back on our show. And we are tackling limiting beliefs, how to make them unlimiting or not limit yourself anymore by reframing the way that you think about things and the stories that you tell yourself. We talk about whether you think you're not rich enough, you're too fat, you're too thin, you're too tall, you're too short, you don't have enough hair, you're too young, you're too old. There's a million things that may be going through your head right now that are holding you back. We're going to teach you how to reframe those things. Plus, Kristen is going to give some insight on how to improve your profile with three quick tips that she uses for so many of her own personal coaching clients. Anyway, it's jam-packed today, so keep listening. Women podcast. We might have Kristen popping back on. We might not have her popping back on. Something is wrong with her internet, I think, or our platform that we use for recording. But this is what we've chosen to do because we do not live near each other anymore and cannot be in the same location uh, sitting with our wonderful guests and wonderful co-hosts. But this week, our guest is actually going to be my co-host because Kristen is not on right now. I'm going to turn my gain down. But we have the lovely and amazing Dominie Drew, who is back on our show. Hello, Dominie. Hello, Ms. Wing Girl. Thank <laughs> you so much for having me back. I really appreciate it. Yes, of course. Well, so you have some big news because you have shifted who you are doing work with. Is that correct? Or the type of work that you're doing? So, so to give people background, why don't you tell people about the kind of work that you do? And then we can say where you've shifted into. Absolutely. So the shift that I have made in some way I've shifted and in some way I haven't. So as you know, you and I have been men's dating coaches for years, very successful in that area that has been wonderful. 
And the thing that I always love about working with you and about being on your podcast is that you and I solve the exact same problem in two totally different ways, Mm -hmm. which I love. So I send a lot of my clients to you and you send a lot of your clients to me. And that's really always my favorite thing. So the way that I've always approached men's dating in the dating world is by helping them solve the underlying issues that are keeping them single. So as opposed to dating techniques, you know, try this, turn this way, use this kind of eye contact, all the things that where you excel, I have no skill set in at all. Right. (laughs) Yours is the deeper stuff. Yours is the deeper stuff. It's the deeper stuff, right? It's the mindset. It's the psychoenergetic, because it's really almost really deeper than the psychological. It's the ways in which we hold ourselves back from what we want. So... That has always been my area of expertise. I've been in that field successfully for almost 20 years. And so in one way, my work is not changing at all. I am still helping men see and overcome what it is that's keeping them from success. But now I'm shifting from it being specifically about dating and more about success in every area of your life. Amazing. So whatever it is that you want to attract or achieve in your life, however you define success... If you don't have it in your life right now, there's something that's holding you back from it. I can show you how to identify what that is and how to eliminate it so that you can achieve success in really record amounts of time. Amazing. So fine. So tell people how they can achieve success and what's stopping them. Like the guys who are listening in every area of their life, because most likely if you're having some struggles with women, I'm sure there's other areas that could be improved upon, right? So if they are seeing some struggles going on, Speak to them, tell them what they can do. So here's the magic of the entire thing. This is the great and maybe really terrible thing about being a human. Anything that you want, you don't have, there is something you are doing subconsciously that's keeping you from getting it. Amazing. And the bad news about that is, yeah, it's all you. The good news is it's all you. Right. Which means it's completely fixable. And I have seen this in my own life. I've talked about this, I'm sure, on the show before where I started this work 20 years ago. I was an absolute mess. I was just a mess of self-sabotage and body dysmorphia and discomfort in who I was and self-loathing and insecurities. And I never made any money and I didn't like myself and all of these, all of these things. And that was all reflected in my life. And through this work, I have changed all of that 180 degrees. I run a successful business. My body has completely changed. My outlook has changed. The voices in my head are gone. I'm not insecure. I I love myself. I'm authentically confident. Success comes to me effortlessly now. And now I'm incredibly passionate about teaching other people how to do the same. I absolutely love that. Kristen, are you on now? Can we hear your voice? Can you hear me? I can (gasps) hear you. Wonderful. Okay, good. You are there. Wonderful. All right. So yes, Kristen is on with us. We have found her voice. She has found her voice. (laughs) And Domini, I love everything that you're talking about. So for guys who are listening to this show, I think it's interesting for them to realize that a lot of the struggles that they have with women and with like, let's just say even accomplishing other things, as you said before, is in their full control. It's all on them, which can be pretty upsetting for some guys to hear, but hopefully it's motivating for some guys to hear. I forget what the topic was that we were going to cover today. Sorry, I totally forgot. Shortcomings. We're going to talk about how men sort of perceive 
themselves as not good dating options due to a lack of money or a lack of height or sort of the things that men traditionally think they need to be successful with women. Yes. Okay. So that's the thing. So these guys are probably making up a ton of excuses as to why they are not successful. And let's just not even pinpoint it to success with women, but pinpoint it to all areas of their lives. I'm not thriving in business because of X. I'm not successful with my friends and don't have a huge group of friends because of X. All of these shortcomings. So how can guys, first of all, get to the space where they can understand that it's not because of these little things that they are not successful. It's because of the way they perceive, like perceive these things. Like how do you help people get to that place to understand that? Because I feel like that's a, a tough shift to see things from that point of view. It can be tough only because a lot of people will associate blame with that shift. It's just like you said, you said, I think I feel like a lot of guys would have a hard time swallowing that. Maybe, but only if you're seeing it as your fault. And that's not really what it is. It's not like you're consciously keeping yourself single. Obviously, you're on this podcast because you want to learn how to attract women. Right. If that's your motivation. So it's not about fault. You don't mean to be holding yourself back from what you want, obviously. On my podcast, one of the ways that I've kind of described it is in being a human, it's like you've been handed the most technologically advanced vehicle, right, ever created, your human system. But nobody gave you the owner's manual. Interesting. And so you're steering with the rear view mirror (laughs) and you're not quite sure how to turn it on. And most importantly, you've got one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. So you've got one foot on the gas that says, I definitely want a girlfriend. And then you've got another foot on the brake that says, I don't want to get hurt. And the foot on your brake is subconscious. You're not even aware that you're stopping yourself. Of course not, right? Because if you were, you would fix it. And that is where it comes down to any problem in your life is fixable by you because it's caused by your foot being subconsciously on the brake. If I were to show you specifically how you are holding yourself back from what you want and how to fix it, you would fix it, right? Right. Because you want what you want. So the only shift that needs to happen, and this is an important shift, is to change the way you look at it, okay? So instead of, let's say you've been cheated on in every relationship you've ever had, right? And so you look back on it and you go, man, women just aren't very faithful these days. That's a conclusion, a way that you could see that, right? Well, if you allow yourself to see it that way, you're a victim and there's no hope because you can't fix women. It puts you in a perception where you're a victim of the situation. Right. But if you shift the way you see that situation, being cheated on in every relationship, from, wow, women just seem to cheat more because that's what you've experienced personally. If you can change from that to, man, I keep attracting women who are unfaithful. I wonder why that is. And if you shift it to that, now it's something you're attracting, right? It's not that all women cheat. Lots of women don't cheat. But you're drawing the ones that do every single time. So if you see it as something you're creating, now it's fixable. And you've 100% shifted from a place of victimhood to a place of total empowerment. I love that. I absolutely love that is literally just really reframing the way that you think about it and forcing yourself to think in that direction. So then like moving forward, how do you make sure that you avoid women that do cheat? Like, do you do a better scanning process before? Like, so what if this guy shifts his frame of mind, 
but then he gets cheated on again. Like, how does he help himself so that he's not in that position to be cheated on? Yeah, so it's a matter of that initial step just shifts the problem from being impossible to fix to being possible to fix, right? The fact of the matter is you are attracted to women who cheat, right? You can't tell ahead of time whether or not a woman's going to cheat on you. Like, there are probably like red flags, but it happens a lot of times when there are no red flags too, right? Right. So you can't really assess ahead of time. What you can do is shift what you're attracted to. If there's something in you that's attracting you to women who are unfaithful, and we find out what that is, that's the process that I do. I have a process that I've used for all of that transformation in myself that I was talking about earlier. I use this process that connects your conscious mind with your subconscious mind to find out what you really believe and why your foot is on the brake. So from childhood, you got some impression that women couldn't be trusted or something like that from your mom or that they would leave you or something along those lines. Then that lodges in your subconscious. You assume that it's true without even realizing that you think that it's true. And then you go through your whole life proving yourself right. So with this process, and this is available online, I can give you the video that I use a lot with clients to help them do that. Yeah, we would love that. I'll go ahead and send that along. You can use this process to connect to your subconscious mind and see what you're really believing. And once you know that, oh, I think women can't be trusted. Well, once you realize you believe that, you understand why you're attracting women that can't be trusted because you're proving yourself right, right? You're expecting to see something. And so you're literally you're looking over 10 women who are loyal and choosing the 11th who's super dishonest and is going to do you wrong. Okay, interesting. I like this. Okay, so send over that video for sure and we'll post it in the description box for this episode. So let's talk about some other shortcomings that people believe, right? So not enough money or too short or too fat. So basically, you just apply the same process to those beliefs as well. I'd love to just hear some reframing lines from you about how you could see these things differently. And the truth is that it's like, okay, there's a mindset and perception, right? But then there are some small truths to it, right? Because being financially independent and successful is attractive to women, not for the reasons that men think, but it is attractive. So if you don't have a lot of money, like how do you rectify this in your brain when there's also some evidence to the contrary. Like, how do you do that? A hundred percent. So we're talking about two different statements. So one statement is, oh, there's a general trend that women are attracted to men who have wealth. If you break down what that means, all that really means is that men who have a lot of wealth and display their wealth, meaning they wear it in a certain way, tend to have more options. It doesn't mean they're more likely to be in a happy relationship. It doesn't mean they're likely to be happy at all. In fact, there's actually a lot of statistical evidence to show that money doesn't actually make anybody happier in the slightest. And yet, even though that information is pretty widely available and even like relatively well known, we're all still chasing the same thing (laughs) as if it were going to, right? Right. So that's one piece. Another piece is the statement is not incorrect that if I had more money, I would have more options. That may very well be correct. The statement that is incorrect is I am unsuccessful with women because I have no money. That's not true. It's not to say that if you don't have a lot of money and then suddenly you did, that you wouldn't have more options. It's that's not what's holding you back. And you know that because if that were true, then the only people in happy relationships would be incredibly wealthy. Right. That's true. And that's not That's very, very true. And that's not, that's totally not the case. No. Totally not the case. 
Oh, interesting. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back with Domini Drew, and we're going to dive into other limiting beliefs and how to reframe them so that you see the more positive side and really the more realistic side. So we'll be back in a minute. We are back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you listen to the Ask Women podcast, then you are already miles and miles and miles ahead of other men when it comes to attracting and getting the girls you want. But I must confess, there's one missing piece in the puzzle, and that's flirting or the ability to ignite sexual chemistry with any girl you meet in a matter of minutes. Most guys suck at flirting. They can't flirt their way out of a paper bag. But as your personal wing girl, I can't let you be one of those guys. That's why I want to show you the most effective step-by-step formulaic approach to flirting with any girl you like. This formulaic approach has been tested on thousands of girls and has been proven to work like magic. Yes, magic. You just apply the formula and see results instantly and it's that powerful. To find out everything about this flirting formula, all you have to do is go to winggirlmethod.com slash flirty. I've made a special video for you where I reveal what this formula is all about. Go to winggirlmethod slash flirty and you'll find out all about it. All right, we are back with Domini Drew and we're going to dive into other limiting beliefs that are not helping you be successful in life with women, overall, everything. So what are some other limiting beliefs that you're too short or you're too fat? How do you reframe those beliefs? Right. So the underlying issue that we want to draw attention to is the excuse you're making for why you're single. You're making an excuse. I don't have enough money. Oh, I'm too fat. Oh, I'm too short. All of those things, with the possible exception of money, are out of your control. Right. You're making an excuse and that's keeping you stuck. It's keeping you more single. It's literally making you more single and keeping you less happy. So that's not why you're single. Okay. Again, as we just said, if that were the case, then only people who had lots of money were, had six pack abs and were over six feet would be in happy relationships. Right. But that's not the case. There are lots of short guys out there that are in super happy relationships. I've dated a lot of them. 
There are people that have no money. I've dated every single one I've dated has had no money. Right. <laughs> right? And so, you know, what it ends up coming to is that sort of addicted to victimhood mentality where you're like, oh, well, I can't because this thing. You can sit in that place if you want to, but you'll be sitting there in 10 years and in 20 years and until you either fix it or you die, whichever comes first. So you're not single because you're short. There are a lot of really short women out there. There are tall women who don't care. That's just the story that you keep in your head. And whatever story you keep, you prove right, right? You are the only one holding yourself back from what you want, whether that's being single or anything else. Interesting. So to be realistic, though, if someone is really short or if someone is balding or if someone doesn't have money and they're short and they're balding and they don't have money. so. It's not just the one thing holding them back, the fact that they're short. It's that they're short, they're balding, and they have no money. So when there's these kind of multiple layered issues, that seems like it can be harder to fix. But what I've noticed, and so I'm dating someone right now who is short. He's 5'7 at the most, but he has a lot going for him. He's a lawyer. He's very attractive. He's got a beautiful head of hair. He's in incredible shape. He's really funny. So if you were to go buy him on a dating app, I'm sure a lot of girls swiped left because it said five foot seven. Mm -hmm. But he has all these other attributes that, no pun intended, make you overlook. It's easy to overlook someone who's short. Makes you (laughs) overlook that shortcoming because he has all these other things going for him. So what about the guys who don't have all of, not that they need all of those things, but that they don't have a lot of those things? Then what do they tell themselves? And how do they fix that mindset? So what's happening now is a confusion between what attraction really is and what it isn't. You're talking about physical or circumstantial evidence. You're talking about shallow reasons to date a person. You might date somebody with a lot of money, but money can be lost fast. Then what? Are you with somebody that you dated simply because he bought you, he could buy you a nice house? Is that what you really want? In that case, what you want is a house, not a partner. What attracts a real person radiates from within. It has nothing to do with how beautiful you are. A person can be very aesthetically appealing, but be a total bitch. That's not someone who attracts, you know what I mean? Right. So that's something that guys need to remind themselves, that it's not everything that they have. It is what radiates from within. And that's what, for me, was attracting me to my now current boyfriend, Mm -hmm. was that there was a twinkle in his eye and there was a spark between us conversationally where we just hit it off. And so I didn't know a lot of the things about him until we met in person. So the guys need to keep that in mind that it is what's radiating inside. And so when they're constantly telling themselves, I suck or I don't have enough or I'm terrible, whatever light, whatever glimmer, flicker that's going on inside is going to be super dimmed. And so lifting that heaviness will bring out that light and someone will see that light, but you can't like, it's basically like putting a lid over a candle and that's going to turn off the flame. 
So it's like lifting that lid up and seeing yourself as the person that you know you are inside and letting that come out. And you let that come out through your personality, through the fun you have, through the point of view. I'm going to interrupt you for a second. How do you show that in online dating apps? That is the way that people are dating now, right? So they are more superficial. It just is because you're looking at a flat version of somebody. You can't see that sparkle in their eyes. You can't see that they have a dazzling personality. You can, do you know what I mean? So how do you overcome that? You show it in your dating profile. You can show that you have a dazzling personality in your dating profile. It's just whether or not you can figure out how to do that. And that's something that I was helping men do for a long time is show that dazzling self from behind a profile. Profiles don't need to be 1D. They can be 3D. They can be 5D. They can jump off the page. It's the words that you use. It's the humor you use. It's the uniqueness you use. And so it's just the challenge is figuring out how to do that online how to show off that part. But it is possible. It's just whether or not you put the work in and do enough self-exploration and research into what good dating profiles are. Get creative. Write down pet peeves of yours and then write down rules of yours and write down things that are unconventional. Because when people make a dating profile, they typically go with IT guy, really great, with my hands or with wood, not with my hands, working with wood (laughs) in the garage and looking for someone who wants to have an exciting future. Like that is so boring. And that's their responsibility to go beyond the boring. So look at different ways to think about yourself or to speak about yourself and you will pop and that inner light will shine. Actually, can you give some tips for that? Like how do you do that? So like, how do you look at yourself differently? So let's say you have these limiting beliefs in place, right? But you're going to work with Domini so that you won't have these limiting beliefs. But let's say you're still at the point where you have these limiting beliefs, right? I'm short, I'm fat, I have no money, I'm never going to date a woman. How do you look at yourself from this different point of view, right? And what is the, the right point of view to look at yourself with? So ask yourself untraditional questions, but ask your friends, how do your friends see you? Ask yourself, what would God say to you upon entering heaven? What's one of the most ridiculous things that you've ever done in your life? Mm, Good questions. Stop thinking along the lines of traditional and start thinking like Google those icebreaker games. There's icebreaker games where they ask ridiculous questions or that other game that's, oh God, I always forget the name of it. Adults play it. What's that freaking game? It's like Cards of Humanity. Cards Against Humanity. Against humanity, yeah. So look at things like that and steal from it if you want. If there's a really unique question in there that you have a funny answer to, that's your dating profile. Make that effort to go the extra mile to do something different and you will start popping and you will start standing out. But again, ask your friends and not just in a flattering way, what do you think, like being honest about me, say, what's the worst freaking thing about me? What's the most annoying thing about me? What's the quirkiest thing about me? And start pulling those things and then adding in some positive qualities as well. So you offset. So it's like you're showing you're a human being. And really, when you're online dating, everyone being 1D or flat isn't showing off their humanity. So that sparkle isn't going to come through. But when you start showing maybe some 
self-deprecating humor or some sides of you that aren't perfect, believe it or not, that's when the sparkle's going to come. That's when the the shine is going to come back because all of a sudden you're a human again. You're not just some internet profile. So, yeah, no, I love that. Both of you are saying very similar things that you have to tackle the mindset and then you have to tackle the tactics as well, right? So once you work your way around how you're thinking about yourself and seeing that you're limiting what you can succeed in, you have to actually then go out and seek the information about yourself that proves this new belief, right? So I think that those are great little examples that you gave Kristen on ways that they can go out and just ask themselves different questions. Even sort of just saying like, ignore the questions that dating apps ask you and answer your own questions. That alone can make you stand out, I believe. Yeah. I think these are amazing tips for people. I think they're wonderful, wonderful tips. I'm actually going to wrap up the show now because I think that we gave away some really great information. And I think Dominique and Kristen shared valuable insight into things that guys can do if they have these beliefs of shortcomings that they have. Dominique, why don't you tell people how to get in touch with you so they can actually eliminate all of these beliefs that they have for themselves so they can truly be successful in all areas of their lives? A hundred percent. Well, what I'd be happy to do for your listeners is to offer a free call with me where they can get on. We can get some clarity on what it is that they're struggling with, what they're experiencing in their dating life, what they think the issue is, and then see how I can help. But either way, get them some clarity on what they're doing wrong and how to fix it. So I'll go ahead and share that link with you. And then I also have a podcast called The Art of Attraction that is on this exact topic, how you hold yourself back from what you want and how to shift your view of yourself such that the way you speak naturally is as magnetic as Kristen was talking about earlier. The techniques are great in the meantime, but as as you focus to genuinely feeling like you're a wonderful person, that radiates out. You're attracting women before you even walk in the door. (laughs) Uh, It really goes quite out far out in front of you an excellent technique as well. So they're welcome to check out the podcast as well. It's available everywhere. Awesome. And Kristen, how can people punch up their profiles and do work with you? I know you said you were doing it before. You're not doing it anymore, but how can they get that assistance? Yeah. So I'm a little backed up on the whole profile thing. So that is not currently being offered. But if you are super duper duper interested in it, you can write to me and we can possibly work something out to get you squeezed in. Put you on the waiting list. Yeah. Yeah. But in the meantime, you need to be great at banter. So if you're not good at banter, you're not going to get the dates because you're going to get ghosted because you're going to bore to death. So hit me up at kristenandchill.com and we will get your banter skills in killer shape. And you'll be so happy that you did it. Amazing. All right. Well, new episodes of the Askman podcast come out at 4 p.m. Pacific on Thursdays. Please go and subscribe to our show. Please share our show with anybody that you think would benefit from what we talked about today or what we talk about on other weeks of our show. You guys are amazing. We'll see you next week. 